thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Valentine's Day. It is February 14th, 2022. It is Monday, and I hope everybody had a solid start to the work week. For some of us who start their Mondays on a Sunday, well, you know, I'm already one day ahead of the game for most people because my Monday started yesterday, so this is my Tuesday. Anyways, welcome to His Hard Line, and you are listening to 1% or less with him, and we are going to be doing a reading from Proverbs chapter 14. So, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you... Men out there, did not forget to buy your ladies and the women in your lives uh, a nice bouquet of flowers. Hopefully you didn't cheap it up. Not that that matters. It's usually the thought that counts. But let's face the facts. We all know, especially the special women in our lives, they want some nice looking flowers, not some weeds from the ten ninety nine section at Walmart. <laughs> That used to be me, truth be told. That used to be me. Not the 10, I wouldn't get the 999 bouquets, but, you know, uh, it, it definitely wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be spectacular. But, but, got those money hooks ripped out of my skin. And let me tell you what, money's just a tool to me. Now, I don't really give a, a hoot about money. Yeah, I'm not spending like a drunken sailor, but at the same time, I'm not going to get fixated on costs. So I wanted to make sure I got nothing, nothing but the best looking, you know, flowers that I could find for my honey. And, you know, it's funny. She usually likes pink flowers, but we got, uh, I, I found some beautiful red roses and she actually was like, you know what? I am over pink. I really love these red ones. Thank you. So it was, it was pretty cool. Anyway, let's get the show on the road. We're going to do a reading from chapter uh, Proverbs 14, and it reads, and we're starting here with verse 1. Wisdom builds her house, but folly tears her down with her own hands. Those who walk uprightly fear the Lord, but those who are devious in their ways spurn him. In the mouth of the fool is a rod for pride, but the lips of the wise pre- preserve him them. Where there are no oxen, the crib is clean, but abundant crops come through the strength of the bull. A trustworthy witness does not lie, but one who spouts lies makes a lying witness. The scoffer seeks wisdom in vain, but knowledge is easy for the intelligent. Go from the face of the fool. You get no knowledge from such lips. The wisdom of the shrewd enlightens their way, but the folly of fools is deceit. The wicked scorn a guilt offering, but the upright find acceptance. The heart knows its own bitterness, and its joy no stranger shares. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. And sometimes a way seems right, but the end of it leads to death. Even in laughter the heart may be sad, and at the end of joy may be sorrow. From their own ways turncoats are sated, From their own actions, the loyal, the naive believe everything, but the shrewd watch their steps. The wise person is cautious and turns from evil. The fool is reckless and gets embroiled. The quick temper makes fools of themselves and schemers are hated. The simple 
hath folly as an adornment, but the shrewd wear knowledge as a crown. The malicious bow down before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the just. Even by their neighbors the poor are despised, but a rich person's friends are many. Whoever despises the hungry comes up short, but happy the one who is kind to the poor. Do not those who plan evil go astray? But those who plan good win steadfast loyalty. In all labor there is profit, but mere talk tends only to loss. The crown of the wise is wealth. The diadem of fools is folly. The truthful, truthful witness saves lives, but whoever utters lies is a betrayer. The fear of the Lord is a strong defense, a refuge even for one's children. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning one from the snares of death. A multitude of subjects is the glory of the king, but if his people are few, a prince is ruined. Long-suffering results in great wisdom. A short temper raises folly high. A tranquil mind gives life to the body, but jealousy rots the bones. Those who oppress the poor revile their maker, but those who are kind to the needy honor him. The wicked are overthrown by their wickedness, but the just find a refuge in their integrity. Wisdom can remain silent in the discerning heart. But among fools, she must make herself known. Justice exalts a nation, but sin is a people's disgrace. The king favors the skillful servant, but the shameless one incurs his wrath. Now that was Proverbs 14 from the New American Bible Revised Edition. Now, that's my preferred version. Some people like the... ESV. Um, sometimes I will refer to the, uh, the NASB 95 edition. Um, I won't just stick with one, but just so everyone knows, my preferred version is the New American Bible Revised Edition. And everybody has their own version, but, um, you know, to each their own. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Some of the footnotes here, we're going to look at a couple of them here. So like verse 1 it was talking about the relationship between wisdom and being personified as a woman. <clears throat> Excuse me again. And building a house is a constant theme. Now, as elsewhere, the book here warns against the wrong woman and praises the right woman. Now, in verse 4, <clears throat> my goodness, I need to take a little sip of something here. Excuse me. Okay, now, in verse 4, if one has no animals, one does not have the burden of keeping the crib full, but without them, one will have no crops to fill the barn. In verse 5, on discerning the truthfulness of witnesses, let's see here, it says C1217. Well, we're going to just move on to footnote number 8 here, So, or footnote D here. So we're talking about verse 8. Wisdom enables the shrewd, to know their path is right, but folly leads fools on the wrong path, which also is also would be you know considered deceit, which calls down retribution. In verse ten, the heart in Proverbs is where a person's senses impre sense impressions are stored and reflected upon. It is thus one's most personal and individual part. One's sorrows and joys, 
which would equal the full range of emotions that we all experience, can be shared fully with another. Verse 13 expresses the same individuality of the human person. Now, in verse 11, the traditional fixed pair, quote, house and tent, is used to express a paradox that a house can be less secure than a tent if there is no justice. Very interesting. In verse 15, the naive gullibly rely on others, especially their words, whereas the shrewd watch their own steps. In verse 18, the inner quality of a person, simple or wise, will eventually be revealed. And that's one thing I've always said, that no matter what is in a person, all will be revealed. No matter if it's good or bad, you will see. It will, every, all will be eventually revealed at some point or another. In verse 21, the paradox is that anyone who spurns the hungry will lack something. But anyone who shows mercy, presumably by giving to the poor, will gain prosperity. And that's why I think it's so very important. And this is a little sidebar from me. I think it's so very important that when we see someone in need, and I, as a fuel hauler, I travel a lot to a lot of gas stations all over, you know, in my local area. In some of the areas that I see, that I travel to, you see a lot of panhandlers and you see a lot of poor people. And oftentimes I really don't carry cash for a lot of reasons. And sometimes I actually, a lot of times I won't even carry my debit card with me because, you know, I have such a bad habit of getting beef jerky a lot. And I just, you know, beef jerky is expensive, especially the kind I get. You know, you're talking nine, ten bucks a bag, and so <laughs> I really try to watch my, you know, my pennies there because I can, you know, I can drop some coin on beef jerky, but for the most part, I try to do some, you know, some fasting. But you know, when it comes to people that I see, especially around gas stations, a lot of the stations I go to, there's a handful of people that are regulars, and they're, you know, you can tell they're homeless. Their their hands look rough. They, you know, when they're standing outside, they're looking for cigarette butts on the ground. That you know, just take a quick drag. And a lot, some of them bother people and panhandle and some, you know, asking for a dollar or some extra change. And then there's some that just don't, they just keep to themselves. And those are the people, I don't know why, those are the people that I really pay attention to. The ones that don't bother anybody, that don't ask. I guess, I guess maybe it's because, you know, I don't know if there's a pride they have or a shame they feel. I don't know what it is, but I watch sometimes when I unload, you know, my fuel truck and I take notice to my environment. I have to for safety reasons, but I take notice to other things too, besides safety. And when I notice people like that, and again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell what I do and don't do because I want to make sure everything that I do is in secret. Because you have to give with a joyful heart and don't give for the sake of boasting. Because at the end of the day, Father knows what you are doing, all right? And that's all that matters. You don't need, and, and, and I'm going to say this right now, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you what I do and don't do, but, you know, where there's opportunity, you better believe I'm probably more than likely hearing Father in my head saying, you need to go bless him with the resources I blessed you with. Because make no mistake, I'm not giving anything. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm in, in, in if I am pushed and nudged by Father, our Heavenly Father, to go do something, you better believe it's happening. Not because it's going to make me feel good. Not because I feel bad, but because that is how we operate as the one body of Christ. 
we are all operating as different parts of Christ's body. And when Father says, hey, I blessed you with resources and a job and a home, it's time for you to give a little blessings back on my behalf here. And I'm like, yes, sir. And so I get to work for lack of better terms here, because I'm not, again, it's not about boasting. Never boast. If you give, don't go and telling and bragging to your friends. Absolutely not. You're supposed to do this in secret. Father knows what you're doing. That's all that matters. You don't need to go tell your friends. You don't need to post it on Instagram or TikTok. You don't need to do any of that. That's not true giving if you have to go boast about it. But don't look at it as a, as a, from a standpoint of giving money out of your own pocket. Look at it as... You are being used as a tool by our Heavenly Father as one of the members or body parts of Christ. And you're being used as a tool to bless somebody on behalf of God. And that's how that works. I'll never forget years ago when I used to do marketing and sales. There was a lady, I walked into a YMCA and she was carrying two what looked like coffee mugs. And I opened the door for her and she looked at me. She goes, and I, I did not know this lady. And I could afford a cup of coffee or hot chocolate or whatever. She looks at me as she walks in and she's, you know, middle-aged lady. And she looks at me. She goes, hmm, I think you're the one I'm supposed to give this to. And I looked at her weird and I, 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 she handed me the cup. It was hot chocolate. And I like hot chocolate. I'll drink it. And I was just, blown away. I was like, whoa, what was that about? And it was just, a, it was just a very profound, just a few seconds in time right there. And that felt good. But what I figured out later in life, that it felt better to be on that lady's end on her side giving, cause it's so much better to give. And so anyway, I want to conclude this because I do want to keep this less than, you know, at 15 minutes right around because this is 1% or less with him. And that's, again, 15 minutes of your day. And so anyway, we're going to close this out. And I'm going to close this out with a quick closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for the time together here. And I just want to pray for everybody out there who had, who you know, for good health. Anybody that's dealing with struggles in their marriage or in their relationships with their family or their health, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, people that are struggling with bills and are putting food on the table. I just I pray for all those people out there, Lord, that you bless them the way that you blessed me and many other people in our in my family here. And I I pray for every single soul that comes here that is seeking guidance and help. And and please just use me. Okay, use me, send me, okay, any way you, you deem possible. Whatever I have to do, I will do it to help others, okay? Just, we need to get people closer to you, soften and open hearts so Christ can pour in. So I pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. I hope everybody has a wonderful night. Happy Valentine's Day. And until tomorrow, we will have a discussion on His Hard Line. And that will be at 7 p.m. Have a wonderful night. Signing off for now. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to 
seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.